So Joe Biden says yesterday, he goes, MAGA Republicans, and I'm one of those, so is Bernie. MAGA Republicans don't have a clue about the power of women. He actually said that. If you don't believe me, here's the imbecile himself, Biden too. The court, in its opinion, used the phrase that women have a right to vote and change this. Well, guess what? MAGA Republicans don't have a clue about the power uh, of women. Okay. Well. Let me tell you something. Okay, you just tell me something. They well, are Okay, about- right. Uh, well, we just had Lydia Serrani on the show. Last I checked, woman. Can I get, uh, is that, hey, Phil, is that a woman? Lydia. Yeah. 905. Yes. Coming on the show, Judge Janine Pierce. Woman? Yes? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, coming on the show <laughs> right now, one of the smartest economic minds in our country today. All she did was work alongside for President Trump for many, many years. Monica Crowley, woman, Phil? Yes, confirmed. Okay. So three consecutive guests on the number one talk show in New York City, Lydia, Monica, and Judge Deneen. But I, but we don't appreciate the power of women? Why? Because you don't sniff their hair or grab their asses when they're, well, some of us actually do, but not me, but you know what I'm saying, right, Phil? Did I get my point I'm with across? you, I'm with you. Okay. Well, Monica Crowley is um, an economic genius. She's got a great podcast, which she invites me on but never brings me on. Here she is, my friend Monica. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning, Sid. And, yes, I've been remiss in extending an invitation to you for the podcast. Congratulations on your new book. Thank we you. will get you on very, well, who, who, very who soon, goes, I promise. Who goes on before me? Who are these people that you deem more important than I am that are on the uh, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have had a whole parade of Republican candidates who have been uh, involved in really important Republican primary elections. So they've all wanted to come on the, the podcast. And then I've got Jared Kushner coming up with his new book. Oh, wow. Manafort with his book. So, yes, my apologies to you, but I promise you, you're going to be next. Okay. So, basically, like Tina Forte and uh, Robert Cornicelli and Mark Molinaro and uh, these types of folks have been hijacking a podcast up until the great Jared Kushner <laughs> comes on. Yes? <laughs> well, listen, Sid, you have a very stable and fantastic job here at 77 WABC, <laughs> but there are a lot of Republicans that either we need to keep in office or yep. we need to get in office, like uh, Tina For- uh, Forte. Yep. So I need to be able to support them, but I promise you okay. you have an open invitation no, listen, and we will I, get you on the podcast. I, I lo- you know I love you. I'm just kidding. And I, and, I, and I love Tina. In fact, I saw Tina Wednesday night at the big Lee Zeldin fundraiser. She was there. I was there. Uh, and a whole cast of thousands. I think I'm going to see Tina again next Sunday in Deal, New Jersey with uh, President Trump at the next big one for uh, Lee Zeldin. But um, she's great. And you're right. We need to keep winning all these races. We need to take back the House, obviously, and the Senate much trickier. Although every guy I talk to, maybe they're just being overly confident because they have to feel that way. But more and more of my guests that are Republicans the last couple of weeks are like, we're going to win back the Senate, too. I don't, I don't really see that road. Do you? Well, you know, the, the, the mainstream media, or as I call them, the propaganda press, um, and the left, they all work in conjunction. And now we, it, it's crystal clear that they're all working hand in glove with big tech as well. I don't know if you saw Mark Zuckerberg yeah. blurt out the truth yesterday with Joe Rogan, but in any case, um, they're all colluding. That's where the real collusion always was and where the real collusion always is. That All of these entities are working together to try to influence elections like the 2020 election. And now 
we've got a situation where they're all working in cahoots with pollsters to put out these numbers showing that, oh, Republicans are slipping, not just in the Senate, but in the House, yeah. narrowing. And look, after Labor Day, when people start paying attention, it may very well legitimately narrow a bit. But the dynamics are so strong in the Republicans' favor. Again, not taking anything for granted, and we have to work our asses off to make sure that the Republicans do take control of both houses. But my point is that they work together to try to dispirit you, to try to depress you, Mm. to try to demoralize you. So if you think, well, the Republican red wave is no more, we might not get this House, maybe we're going to lose the Senate, so what's the point? That's what they want you thinking. And so they're putting out these poll numbers showing this kind of dynamic, which I don't believe is true, because when you look at the last really big midterm for the Republicans, it was 2010. It was Barack Obama's first midterm election. And all of these pollsters and all of the propaganda press, they were like, oh, you know, Democrats are going to sweep. This is going to be tremendous race by race. They were like, oh, this Democrat's up by 10. And you know what? Republicans won the House in over 60 seats. So do not believe these polls. They are meant to dispirit you. Do not let them win. You know, Biden spoke yesterday in Maryland. This is really why I called you, Monica, because I've been making fun of him all morning. It's, it's made for very funny radio. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. He blurts out all these uh, numbers about the uh, national debt when Trump was in office, how the Inflation Act is going to reduce all these things. And then he throws out, like, like outrageous numbers, trillions, billions. So I need somebody like you on the show to uh, confirm and or deny. Let me play the cut first from Joe Biden yesterday. And you tell me, Sid, Don't make fun of him. He's actually right. Or, Sid, laugh as much as you want. (laughs) Lewis, this is Joe Biden, cut number four. You hear hear Republicans always talk about the deficit, right? About big spending Democrats. Well, guess what? When the last guy was president, he increased the debt by $2 trillion in tax cuts. Not a penny of it paid for, okay? Well, guess what we did? We reduced the deficit. The The Inflation Reduction Act lowers the deficit by $300 billion over the next 10 years. And that's on top of the $350 billion I reduced the deficit last year and the $1.5 trillion reduced it this year. I mean, these are great numbers. Uh, let, let's break this down from the very beginning. You worked for Donald Trump alongside Cudlow and a host of others. Trump increased the national debt by $2 trillion. Is that true? So two points about this. Number one, all Republicans, including Donald Trump, and nobody loves Trump more than I do, maybe maybe his family, and that's about it, but all Republicans do spend way more than they should, and that includes President Trump. That was pre-pandemic. So, yes, Donald Trump did spend a lot when he was president, but so did the Republicans in Congress, and Congress controls the purse strings, so it's them, not really the president. Okay. So that's number one. Okay. Number two, the COVID pandemic hit in March of 2020, which required a wholesale shutdown of the United States economy. Now, in retrospect, we can argue whether or not that was the right decision, I can tell you, Sid, having been there in the middle of this, because the virus was unprecedented, nobody had ever seen it before, nobody knew how the virus was going to behave, right? Like, was this going to be Ebola, where you're dead in 72 hours, or was this going to be a more extreme flu? Nobody knew. 
So everybody kind of took their cues from China. China started shutting down. Everybody was like, oh, well, they must know more about this virus than we do. And if they're shutting down, we should as well. So we shut down the entire U.S. economy, which was booming at the time. That required unprecedented programs to try that we had to stand up, and they were brand new programs, very innovative. Yep. But we had to stand up these things to try to get the American people and America's small businesses and industries through the most acute period of the crisis. Okay, that and unfortunately, that, that cost yeah. a lot. Of okay, money. all right. So that's that's you explained it away, and uh, it's fair. So he was right about that. The next part, he says. The Inflation Act will reduce the deficit. Now, again, I'm not an economist. I'm basically a sports guy that covers politics like every average guy on the street, so I'm not that smart. But everybody I talk to says, no, 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 sit, sit, sit. The Inflation Act will not reduce the deficit. It'll actually make it worse. What's the real answer there? So, Sid, the sports guy, is smarter than about 99% of all (laughs) economists. (laughs) Like Paul Krugman, who are on the left and know nothing and just lie through their teeth. Um, look, he, they, they put this Orwellian title on this pig, this lipstick on the pig, but it's still a pig. Okay, so they're, they're talking about it. as, But as soon as uh, Biden signed it into law, Sid, they then began talking about it as the climate green energy bill right. and not the Inflation Reduction Act. There's right. nothing to do with that. So they're spending another trillion dollars in this incredibly inflationary environment where we're all paying through the nose for in an outrageous way for the most basic things. So, of course, when you're spending another trillion dollars in government money, the inflation is going to get worse, not better. When he talks about deficit reduction, well, all of this that they're talking about now with the student loan relief and all of that, which is just theft, it's not forgiveness, it's not cancellation, it is theft in the middle, working, and poor classes to the wealthier classes, right. the reverse Robin Hood, that is literally going to wipe out whatever projected deficit reduction in the first couple of years that they said with this, uh, with this act. So all they do is lie in order to get these massive spending and tax bills through where you and I are left holding the bag, and they're richer and more powerful. That's right. Me and you are going to have to spend like $2,000 so some snot-nosed kid doesn't have to pay for his college. What happened? You know, it's funny. I was saying this yesterday, and there was a time in America, Monica, when people who went to work and worked hard and made a nice living, we celebrated those people. People who paid their debts, we celebrated those people. People who paid off their college loans, we celebrated those people. Now, in the new uh, era, with this administration, those are, the, those are the, the, the bad people. The people who are irresponsible, don't pay their loans, don't pay their debts, don't want to work, don't care about other people. These are the heroes. I mean, it's unbelievable, but that is the real explanation for what's going on in our society today. Yeah, and it's it's completely upside down. You're exactly right. And as I was saying about this uh, student loan theft, it is economically disastrous because it's going to also contribute to this incredible inflation that we've got uh, in, going on in the country. Two, it's polit- politically suicidal for the Democrats because they have for decades claim to be the champions of the middle class. Oh, did we lose her? Where's Monica? I can't hear her. She was making a great point. What happened to her? Oh, Monica, where are you? Let's get her. Is she there now? I think we lost her. All right, we could take a short break, come back. 
Well, she's there. Monica, can I, are you there now? I am here. Yes, yeah, so you're making the point about the Inflation Act, how it's not really that. Go ahead, finish your point on that. Yes, I know. Well, I guess the CCP is on to me here in there. <laughs> my phone line here. That's or funny. Something. Or, or the Biden administration. Um, look, I was just saying that this, this student loan theft is – it's economically disastrous because it's going to just contribute to the inflation we already yep. got going. Yep. Secondly, it's politically suicidal for the Democrats because they always claim to be championing the middle class and the working class, the poor, the minorities. We're all going to be the ones left holding the bag to transfer this massive amount of money to the elites, to, to the yep. Harvard Law graduates who can certainly afford to pay off their loans. But even more importantly, and this is to your point, Sid, it's morally reprehensible to do this, to, yep, to make yep. the plumber pay for the Harvard Law graduate. <laughs> it is completely upside down, but you know what it is? It's neo-communist. And that's why everybody needs to understand what's going on here. This is a radical redistribution of wealth. It's a giant wealth transfer. That is communism. We are living through a neo-Marxist revolution, and everybody needs to understand that so we can fuck back. That was so beautiful, the way you did that. It was so simplistic, but the plumber Paying for the Harvard grad. That is so beautiful. On, uh, but it's true. Uh, so on the way out, Monica, this word recession has been redefined in a couple of spots. We're not exactly sure what it is at this point. But uh, some of us think we are in it, mired in it. Uh, are we? Are we not? I know, again, I kind of joked around, but the White House did try to redefine that word a couple of weeks ago. Where are we economically right now as a country? Well, I know they're trying to redefine the word recession the way they tried to redefine the word vaccine right. and open border. And all, it's true. All the it's true. Yeah. It, it is true. It's just it's an Orwellian language manipulation for power and control. That's it. So, uh, you know, where we are uh, going into November, I think it, it's going to be a lot of hard work to get our candidates elected. But we've got to make that happen because the future of the country hangs in the balance. It, it really does. I mean, we are in the middle of this um, incredible Marxist revolution, as I just said. And they're doing everything in their power to make up the lost time of the four years of the Trump administration. Right. So don't forget, they had eight years under o Obama to do this fundamental transformation of the nation, as Obama called it. What did, they, what did he mean by that? He meant moving us away from individual liberty and economic freedom, the thing that made America great, toward this neo-Marxist collectivist kind of model with them on top and the rest of us as serfs. So Donald Trump was not supposed to be elected. He was. And in four years, he began to turn the entire thing around and actually solve America's problems. Well, they realized that they lost four years under him. So that's why you're seeing Biden and the Democrats move with all deliberate speed to try to make up that time and slam this, this new Marxist model into place. It's a very dangerous time for America, so we need all hands on deck. You are so good, Monica. Where, uh, where can people find your podcast? Uh, well, thank you so much, Sid. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, it's called the Monica Crowley Podcast. I do it three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I've got a sizzler. Coming up today, a deep dive into Anthony Fauci. I am the science into his, uh, his ungreatest hits. Yeah, um, but, will, but will you? But will you on your podcast curse him out and use the f word like Megyn Kelly had the balls to do? 
I will not do that, but I admire Megyn Kelly for doing it because somebody finally needed to say it, and God bless her for doing it. She is great. You're great, too. You're really, really great. Thank you for hopping on with the late notice this morning. You knocked it out of the park, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. Have a great podcast and a great weekend. You're terrific. Thank you so much, Sid. Thanks, and I'll have you on the podcast very soon. I can't wait. There she is, Monica Crowley on the Bernie and Sid Show. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gobbolaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.